and then we do it and yes. then it works yes you know? yes yes that dude you some what is going on you guys hello and welcome back to the four stars podcast my name is kyle and we've got our favorite recurring guest on the podcast today steven beck told the health fitness uh mindfulness everything sleep meditation I would consider guru, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, really cool stuff. So happy to have you guys back on the podcast. And what's going on, Steve? Uh, well, everything and anything. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. going on, um, and I'm excited to share a lot of what's going on with you and everybody else. For sure. Um, so yeah, I guess let's jump right into it. 100. percent What's um, been going on? Well, recently, uh, I just went to Mexico. We were just talking about this, yeah. uh, which is really cool because I went to Mexico and it's kind of been one of my dreams. I, for the first time, uh, was able to bring my girlfriend, yeah. my daughter, yeah. and my daughter's mother. That's awesome. So me, my girlfriend, my baby mama, yeah. and my daughter yeah. all went to Mexico and it was great. You know, it's the modern family. For sure. And it's one of those things that, you know, it's so funny, even just bringing it up to people, they're like... You, you really think it's going to go okay? Yeah. You think it's going to be fine? Or when I was down there, uh, you know, they're like, oh, uh, are you two together? Are you two together? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is this your daughter? And it's just, it was, it was funny. Awesome. Um, it, but it was amazing. Yeah. You know, and this is really a dream that I've been having for a long time because mom and I always have the same goal that what's best for Michaela is, you know, our primary yeah. focus. And I know that Michaela, my, my daughter, um, yeah. Michaela has you know, really wanted to just have the family all be together. And there's no reason, there's no animosity, there's no, you know, anger yeah, or hatred sure. towards each other. So, you know, this is our first time doing it and it was successful. It went yeah. well, you know, I, I, you know, basically couldn't be happier. You know, no. there's always going to be hiccups here and there, but yeah. it, it was, it was great. I love to hear that. Cause like coming from like a family like that, like my, I've never heard it as a modern family, but I guess that's probably where that comes from. <laughs> uh, but coming from that background and I think even, you know, if somebody's younger listening to this, you almost don't realize your you look at your parents as like, oh, they're doing whatever, like they're doing what they need to do. Right. But you don't like really think about what they're doing. And it's yep. like hey, parents are humans just like us. And now getting into your twenties or mid twenties, later twenties, you're like, Oh wow! Like these are the decisions our parents have to make to make our lives better, hopefully, right? And yeah. it's cool to hear that. Like that's a like to make that all work and make it cohesive. Because at the end of the day, it's for the greater good. And uh, I love to hear it. It's just cool because like you, most of people nowadays, like unless your parents were together, which if they are, that's amazing. But if not, you know what yep. I mean? Like that's that is what it is. It's but very common. Yeah. 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 And awesome. I think that that's part of it. Is it's you know that's going into the mindfulness, going to the meditation. You know when whenever I you know, go inward and really focus on like, what is it that I want? You know, that that's like one of the huge aspects is, yeah. you know, I wanted to, you know, with the cards that I have right now, what's the best hand that I can play? For sure. And I think that you're only limited by your imagination. Yeah. So once you start thinking of these different options, once you start thinking of like, whoa, what could work? And we literally, my girlfriend and I stayed at one resort and mom and my daughter were at the other resort a half mile down the street we each had our own space we got our own time to do stuff together um we were going to have even like separate dinners but we ended up just doing like almost every single dinner and stuff together which was uh amazing and it was just really cool to kind of like see you know that thought turn into a plan turn into an actual booking For and sure. then see it like come through to the end yeah and uh that was uh 
you know, definitely a blessing for sure. Yeah, I think that's really cool because we think about it all the time in our like normal lives of like our plans of action and stuff like that, like in business, but you don't always think about it in like family and relationships. And that's like huge, right? It's like almost like goal setting. Like yeah. I wish to be in this area with my relationships to where they can do this and, and work. And uh, I think it's cool. That's yeah. awesome. And so many times I think we look at, you know, our personal life, like we just talked about with, with business, you know, yeah. you look at your personal life and you'll bitch about stuff yeah. or it's like, man, I wish that could be different. I wish that could be different or if it was only this way versus looking at like, what is it that I want and how could I create that? Exactly. You know, um, cause there's a lot of, you know, you could go a hundred different ways to get to the same destination. Sure. And the hardest thing is clearly defining that destination. Yeah. And if the destination is like, I want to be surrounded by my closest family members and be able to have everybody have fun, you know? And I also think being in a beautiful paradise helps reduce some tensions. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, uh, that's, that's really what's been new and no, uh, exciting in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. You could tell you're nice and tan. I'm right, sure exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> that looks good. It makes, <laughs> makes me look more ripped, so I like <laughs> yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's so cool, man. And I think that's the, the big thing of like your aura. It's like you it's like showing people how life is past being, you know, just a, a super ripped guy who's in shape. You know what I mean? It's like everything beyond that. And I think that's a lot of the value you have to bring to the table on top of all the health and wellness advice. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but let's jump into yeah. this water bottle now. Of let's course. jump into, uh, the, the fasting. What's in there? Uh, well in here. So this is, uh, specifically, this is hibiscus tea and, um, what they call their El Nutra like energy drink. So right now I'm doing this prolonged fast. Okay. And this was a, a fasting program. So fasting is in like not eating. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a fasting mimicking diet. So yeah. you still are consuming some calories, but this has been designed and refined over years and years and years. The doctor who created this, uh, Dr. Volter Longo has had, you know, a Ted talk about this, I think it's like five or seven years old. I remember wow. looking at a long time ago and he has this book called the, um, the longevity diet. Yeah. And I read that book about two years ago and this is now my first time personally going through it. Uh, when I first read that book, that was the first time I ever really even thought about fasting. You know, I, I, Definitely had heard about it before in, you know, the religious circles and uh, different, you know, strategies to reduce diabetes or to kind of help from, you know, becoming diabetic uh, and even some for cancer. But that reading that book was the first time that I really learned the in-depth science behind what happens when we fast on a cellular level and really the benefits that it gives the body. Mm -hmm. So what is it? Uh, let's I guess we'll break down fasting really quick. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory as to what it is, but I guess let's dive into why it's so beneficial and then yep. go into, yep. you know, why. So with fasting, I, I actually just read Dave Asprey, uh, the oh, Bulletproof yeah. Diet Guy. Yeah. He just came out with a new book this year called Fast This Way. Mm -hmm. And I love it because when you look into fasting, like almost every other diet, right? Well, now I don't want to call it a diet, but almost like any other, other thing, there's this way to do it and that way to do it. And this is right. Mm -hmm. And that is wrong. And you know, he defines fasting as going without. Yeah. So you can fast from technology. Yeah. You can do, they call them like dopamine fasts now, where you sure. don't stay away from social media. Uh, you can do a fast from carbohydrates. You can do a fast from food, you know, and that's generally what people consider fasting yeah. is going without food. Um, well, today actually marks the start of Ramadan. Yeah. So fasting, you know, can be for religious purposes from dawn to sunset, fasting for, sure. for a, a period of time. 
such as intermittent fasting or yeah. time-restricted eating. So it's kind of this blanket term that gets put over everything. But I think the bigger question is not like, are you doing the fast right or wrong? But it's what are your goals? Like, yeah. what are you looking to get from this fast? Because before I went to Mexico, I actually did an experimental fast mm -hmm. uh, based on a lot of research that I did. And it was great because it failed. It like yeah. I pissed me off because yeah. I was like, what the hell? I've researched this so much. It didn't work. Yeah. And I don't know if it didn't work or if it didn't work for my body. Yeah. And uh, by didn't work, that's probably the wrong terminology now that yeah. I just said that, is I w didn't get the response I was looking for from the type of fast that I was doing. So I guess that was a big, <laughs> long curtail to saying that fasting, you know, its most simplest terms is going without, yeah. you know, and for the general idea of the term, it's going without food or caloric intake. What was the response that you were looking for in that particular fast? Okay. So different types of fasts that I do, like uh, one that I'll do pretty commonly is like a day fast. Mm -hmm. You know, my girlfriend normally does this every week. And I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in doing like a weekly day fast because metabolic flexibility is so important. And what that means is using sugars or carbohydrates as our main energy source. Our body prefers that. It loves to use uh, glucose, glycolysis. Yeah. And to get it to go from using glucose to using ketones or going into ketosis, means that you need to not have those carbohydrates available. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's like the keto diet. Mm -hmm. What do you do? You eat so minimal carbs. You have to be very strict on the amount of carbs that you have. So that way your body continues to produce ketones. Now, ketosis is, it's a remarkable process within our body. Mm -hmm. It's actually designed to help protect us and save us. Mm -hmm. The fastest way to go into ketosis is to starve yourself, yeah. to fast, <laughs> yeah. right? And that's why the body has it. Because if we weren't able to get carbohydrates or food or sugars or something in, we needed to be able to have this fat store in our body, these, these stores, and use them for energy. Mm -hmm. And when we are in ketosis, it's got a ton of benefits. I mean, first off, it's like rocket fuel. Yeah. Like our body is so efficient when it's in ketosis. And I think for, you know, ultra marathon runners, endurance athletes, there's a lot of science coming out now. There's another book I read, The Art and Science of Low Carbohydrate Performance, of using ketones and having athletes have their body in ketosis for endurance and long, you know, maybe not bodybuilding, I wouldn't recommend it, yeah. but uh, some long distance running, stuff like that, marathons. I mean, it can really, really get these athletes to a whole nother level. Yeah. And the fast that I was doing before vacation was really a, an ego fast or like yeah. uh, I wanted to look good. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, all right, every once in a while, you know, if you have like a bad weekend yeah. and then all of a sudden you turns into a bad Monday and then you have a couple extra slip ups and it doesn't have to be horrible food, but you start to feel backed up. Yeah. You know, we don't need to get graphic on this, but yeah. you just, you know that there's some stuff that needs to work through you. And it had been a while since I'd done at least a one day fast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, let me see if I can do a little bit more of a prolonged fast, uh, not this, <laughs> yeah. but a little bit more of a multi-day fast. And can I do it in the easiest way possible? Yeah. And I said, so what are my goals? Like if I'm, if you're going for like gut reset to help your digestive tract or to really push autophagy, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later yeah. is cellular cleanup. Uh, not having any calories come in is probably the fastest and best way to get there. Mm -hmm. But my goal wasn't that 
my goal was, hey, can I push everything through? Can I give my body a little bit of a relax? Yeah. And then can I keep my body in ketosis? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the other side of it, like I've got my uh, glucose monitor on yeah. here. I was pricking my finger. I mean, literally like four to five times a day yeah. just to see after every bite, not bite because I didn't actually eat anything, but ever if I drink something, um, what happened? Did it spike up? Did it raise my ketones? Did it drop my ketones? Yeah. And I was just trying to be as scientific as I could because in a lot of literature I read, you know, they talk about like bulletproof coffee, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I did is I basically just did bulletproof coffees. Yeah. Is I was like, let me get some, you know, G butter or yeah. grass fed butter in there. Um, a little bit of MCT oil. Yeah. You know, this is all fats, like yeah, yeah. totally keto. Mm-hmm. And MCT oil is supposed to essentially turn into beta hydroxybutyrate, which mm. are ketones, yeah. you know, and, and it's supposed to raise your ketone level. So it's also something that I've been experimenting with is dinner. I'll usually have vegetables and, uh, like a lean protein and then having a little MCT oil on it actually gets me more in ketosis by the next morning. Yeah. So I was like, Hmm, with all this stuff that I kind of know about it, I wonder if I can like trick my body into thinking I'm getting calories yeah. to make this as seamless and easy as possible keep my glucose down and then raise my ketones up. Yeah. And in theory, it sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All of that's like, yeah, yeah, it's only fat. It's only MCT oil. That should boost it up. You're not getting anything else in. And um, I went through the first day, didn't really need much. You know, I, I kind of did a fast for, I think it was the first 36 hours before I did my first uh, Bulletproof coffee. And I did the Bulletproof coffee. I put the butter in, put the MCT oil in. I did yeah. one tablespoon of each in case yeah. anybody's wondering. Um, which still comes out to a lot of almost four hundred calories. Yeah, you know, so it's not it's not a fast, a purest fast. You yeah. know, uh, so I you know felt great. Checked my blood sugar. It didn't spike or anything afterwards. Um, the one couple of things I did notice is uh, I went to get an IV, and getting an IV done spiked my blood sugar. Wow. Um, it was vitamin C, zinc, and calcium, and I actually don't know the answer as to why it did yet. Yeah. So I'm going to dive a little deeper into that. But that did spike my blood sugar. Also, any type of activity. So if I go to work out, your body, your blood sugar will spike just yeah. because the body's, you know, releasing and, 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 you know, exercising. So if I did the sauna, if I had an IV or if I exercise, I would expect a spike in my blood sugar. Yeah. But after I drank the coffee with just the butter and MCT oil, I was expecting no spike. Yeah. So through the morning, all good. Then I was planning to do two of these coffees through throughout the day. And actually, that was just my first day. So let me, let me get through this. So I was fasting about 36 hours, had my coffee, went through the whole rest of the day, jumped into the next day, which is kind of day three, I guess, or two and a half, however you look at it. Uh, started in the morning with my bulletproof coffee. Everything went good. Looked at all the, the numbers on there. Good to go. In the evening, uh, I went and I was like, you know, I don't really, I was just going to do decaf coffee to have a second one. Uh, I was like, you know, I don't really feel like that. And Dave Asprey got the whole idea of Bulletproof Coffee from yak butter tea. Uh-huh. So I was like, I've never had tea with this before. Let me try it out. So I walked over to CVS after my visit, getting my IV done, and uh, I picked up the sweet leaf tea. You know, unsweetened, zero calories, nothing in it. And I get home and I pour it in the blender, put my butter, put my MCT oil in, blend it up, drink it down. Then it was like, you know, getting closer to bedtime. I'm like, all right, let me prick my fingers again. And at this point, I'm, you know, almost two and a two full days in or whatever. And I'm like, man, I should really be in ketosis right now. And then all I have to do is get to sleeping throughout the night. My stomach feels full. This has been the easiest thing ever. 
I prick my finger and my blood sugar is up through the roof. Not through the roof, but like not where I was expecting it. You yeah. know, I was expecting to see like high 60s, low 70s. And I was like 120. And wow. I was like, what the, what is in that tea? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I can't blame the tea. I don't know what it was exactly. Um, but the one thing I was curious on is it has citric acid in it. I don't know if citric oh, acid is similar yeah. to sorbic acid and the vitamin C. So that's just where my mind's going. I got to do research. No yeah. answers on this. But it kicked me out of it a little bit. Um, however, the goals that I had for myself, that I wanted my tummy to shrink in a little bit, yeah. that I wanted to push everything through and kind of get a little bit more ripped, it worked. Yeah. It worked for that. Yeah. Um, so it was half failure, half success. And what I think with it is... Next time I do it, I think I'm going to try it with just MCT oil. Yeah. Just the oil. Uh, the only thing you got to watch with that is if you Digestion do. Digestion. Yeah. I, I remember doing it like four years ago. My old roommate was really into to bulletproof stuff, and he always had it because he was into Dave Asprey and stuff. And that I think it's great for sustained energy, but yeah. Digestion wise, you take a lot of MCT oil. Like you got to be. You get scary. disaster pants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need to be sure. within uh, arm's reach of a toilet. Yeah. Uh, so sip on it slowly, and yeah. I wouldn't even start with a full tablespoon unless you're used to it. A yeah, half yeah. tablespoon, just because it it kind of just makes you flush through. It's like yeah. a, it's like taking a laxative. Um, but yeah, for for my goals, the biggest thing that I was just upset with is that my blood sugar spiked um, after one of the times that I felt it shouldn't. Yeah, and um, which kicked me out of ketosis. So then my ketone level dropped, my glucose was back up, and I'm like, damn, like two days into this, and I had to have a tea because I didn't want to have decaf coffee. Yeah, and here I am, kicked out of ketosis. So that was me being a little baby about it, but. In the end, I think it was really beneficial because I think a lot of people can take value from this because fasting is not easy. Yeah. And if you're not used to going a day or two or three days with literally just water, uh-huh. the idea sounds insane. Yeah. But being able to step in and touch your toe in the water and be like, okay, this isn't too bad. Or maybe, hey, you stop eating Sunday night and you go through till Monday morning and then you try and go as much as you can in the afternoon, and then maybe you start it with just one of these coffees. Yeah. And hey, if that's not going to kick you out of it, go you. Yeah. Like, keep on pushing it. Who knows? Maybe you can do one coffee, do an entire fast for a day, and be like, damn, that was easy. Yeah. You know, and that could be a good way for people to kind of like test the waters and get into it. And that's where I think my failure could still be a success. Do you think, like, so between just to make the lines like less blurry i guess between the two like fasting and ketosis i know you go in you fast to get into ketosis but is there additional benefits aside from just complete caloric deprivation uh with fasting versus ingesting fats and stuff like that awesome question and and i'm really glad you made that distinction because for a long time i was confused by that yeah because it's like wait what like isn't it the same thing? Is it not? If I'm having low carbohydrates, is that the same benefits as fasting? So, and that's a great segue into like this program. Yeah. So if you're doing just straight fasting, like a water only fast, like Mm -hmm. maybe you just have black coffee, no sweetener in it, tea, no sweetener in it and water. Mm -hmm. That's it. Also, another thing that I recommend if you're doing the fast like that is have like magnesium, your minerals, mm-hmm. um, maybe even some electrolytes. They have like different powders that you could add in. Or um, one trick that I do is I'll take like a bouillon cube, which uh, is basically salt, and you just boil that in some water and drink it or eat it like it's a soup. And those electrolytes, those minerals can really help push you because uh, sometimes it's a deprivation in those yeah. that really makes you feel hungry. 
Uh, so sorry with that big preface there. No, I like that. Yeah. The, the difference between the two is ketosis is the metabolic flexibility of using fat as an energy source. Mm -hmm. And that definitely coincides with fasting. You're mm -hmm. going to get there. However, when you go no calories, you're going to, well, first off, get to ketosis really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you push past that, once you go to about day two, 48, I'd say around that 60-hour mark, two and a half days, 60 to 72 hours, all of a sudden your body goes, oh, shit. Are we going to get food again? Yeah. And it's like, we might not. <laughs> yeah. And what it starts to do is it does cellular cleanup. Yeah. And analogy, I think we, we might have used this one before. Um, it's called autophagy. Uh -huh. And autophagy is autophagy. And what that means is it's self-eating. Yeah. So that's, you know, the Greek terminology, if you want to know the, yeah. the root of the word. Um, but what happens is, you know, we're on this train. It's a wood-burning yeah. train, right? And it's going, it's going, going. This train is your body. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit, there's no more wood. Yeah. There's no more food coming in. Uh, what are we going to do? And it's like, well, the next station's like 10 miles away. Mm -hmm. We got to get there, you know. Uh, so then they go, well, go through, look at all the benches. Let's look at all the broken pieces. You know, that bathroom door has been broken for two years. Yeah. Let's take that down, throw it in the, in the yeah. engine. Oh, my gosh, that, that, that stool right there is got splinters sticking out of it. Let's yeah. throw that in the engine. And that's what your body does is it goes through and it cleans up bad organelles, um, cells that may have maybe malfunctioning or not really working properly. And what it does is it literally goes in and self eats those. Yeah. So, and also another thing is there's different levels of autophagy. So the one that I'm talking about is called chaperone mediated autophagy. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that takes like that 60 to 72 hours. And basically your body sends these little guys around, they go encapsulate these and digest it and then mm -hmm. use it for energy. Yeah. So what's great about that and is we have seen so much benefit for this. That's what this guy's entire book was basically about. Yeah. And um, what we see with that is that cellular cleanup helps reduce inflammation within the body. It helps reduce risk for cognitive decline, Alzheimer's. It helps reduce risk for type 2 diabetes. Um, and this cellular cleanup also helps your body feel better. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe during the fast you're not feeling the best. Yeah. But afterwards, it's like a lot of those aches and pains that mm -hmm. I have are gone. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that starving myself for three days can make my joints feel better. For sure. Yeah, I guess my question would be, A, like, so it seems like, for example, a specific diet, there would, the reason the diet exists is to get to it, whether it be quicker, more sustainably, and get, because, like, sustainably means doing it more than 20, 12, 24 hours, right? Because yep. most people can do maybe that, but doing it for, like, three days, which, auto, auto, well, how do you? Autophagy. Auto, autophagy, okay. Is how you do autophagy, uh, or how you get there. Uh, that's kind of the end goal. And at the end goal, I look at it as like, there's obviously, I know I have no reason not to believe it, but there's obviously like a lot of science behind autophagy, right? Yeah, like yeah, I would, yeah. I'd figure, right? I guess it's like one of those hacks where like, uh, I know Robert Greene talks about all his books. It's completely separate subjects, but kind of like how things are like, we have a million, multi-million, what, several million year old brain, right? Things aren't going to magically just change. Like social media comes into our life. Our brain is not adapting to social media. It's We don't adapt that fast. Yeah, We're using exactly. our animalistic tendencies with now, right? So these things like autophagy, I look at it as like, okay, yeah, we've got processed foods. We have access to food all the time. Things that probably weren't here 200, 300 million years ago, whatever you want to say, right? So our bodies are designed to do this and run really well, but we don't know it's 
going to do that. So people research and figure it out and then we do it and yes. then it works. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. That dude, you summed it up, put a bow on it so perfectly. <laughs> you don't even need to listen to all the crap that I said <laughs> no. before that. Um, that that's exactly it. I mean, our bodies like, you know, to sit there and be like, man, I haven't eaten since last night and it's 2 PM. Like, dude, if our bodies were designed that way, we would have died a long time <laughs> yeah. ago in evolution. Yeah. Um, but what, what we see is, yeah, we were made to go times without. We yeah. were made to thrive in those times. And a lot of worries that people get are, you know, am I going to be so cloudy and foggy? And you may. And if you are, chances are your body's addicted to sugar. Yeah. You know, because this flexibility is something that's innate in our genome, yeah. right? And it's one of those things that what happens, and if we use that example of going back, you know, back in time to the caveman, let's say you had a meal, everything's good, you know, you got some fruit, whatnot, you got sugar, everything going on, and then you go one day without it, mm -hmm. weren't able to get anything in the hunt, you're, you know, yeah. a nomad going around. As those days progress, what happens is the body has to then prioritize what's more important. Mm -hmm. And our brain is gonna be really important because the idea behind it is, Look, if you don't figure this out, we're going to die. Yeah. So when your body starts running on ketones, and this is actually one of the huge benefits I feel of the keto diet, is you feel so mentally sharp and acute. Mm -hmm. So as I like right now, I'm a second day into my fast, and this can be a struggle point for a lot of people. Um, however, I just did, you know, that other fast yeah. just two and a half weeks ago. For me personally, what I found is if I at least do a one day fast, which I guess technically is 36 hours because I'll like, let's say stop eating in the evening on Friday yeah, and then I won't eat again until Sunday morning. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like half a day night into the next full morning, excuse me. And, um, what I noticed with that is if I go three or four weeks without doing at least a one day fast or something modified, it sucks. It yeah. does not feel good. The second day is you just feel a little run down. Your brain's a little cloudy and your body doesn't really like you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because, you know, when in our evolution would we have a surplus of food for three to four weeks straight? And like, then it just gets taken away from us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. Um, but now the benefit of that getting taken away from us is resilience. Anytime that our body goes under a mild stressor. You know, whether it's exercise, whether it's holding your breath, like, like diving tables and diving charts, it has to adapt to that stress, cold yeah. therapy, hot therapy, all of those things. When it adapts to that stress, it usually makes like it overcompensates. Yeah. And that overcompensation is kind of what we're playing with here. Yeah. So it's like, I want to fast just enough that my body has to overcompensate. And then I'm gonna get some food back in, hopefully it's nutritious and mm -hmm. what you need. But then that overcompensation is gonna flood over to a multitude of benefits. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. No, that makes a lot of sense. I The only question I have, and I think some people might be curious, is when is it, because we've all heard of like, you start to starve, I don't know if it eats at your brain or whatever it is, or things start to like, you know, shut down, you need calories to survive. Where do you draw that line between like, hey, this is healthy for me and this is hurting me, you know, eating muscle, whatever it may be, right? I think that's a that's another really great question. Um, a lot of that is twofold and they're the same coin both sides, right? Yeah. Is what are your goals mm -hmm. personally? So 
I'm kind of towing that line myself. Like that's a great question for me because I'm focusing so much on muscle building and I'm focusing so much on wanting to gain weight that this sometimes, not sometimes, it is very detrimental to that goal. It's yeah. sometimes very, very hard. You know, coming from a, you know, men's physique competition bodybuilding background, this is like the Antichrist. Yeah. You know, your body's going catabolic. You're 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 eating your own tissue. Yeah. Um and what happens though is this is where the magic is. When you start getting past that level, when you're getting to that chaperone-mediated autophagy, your bone marrow starts to release stem cells. Mm -hmm. You know, this is more around day four and five, and that's why that's literally what this whole program is designed around. It starts to release stem cells. So now that train, right? You, it's basically like you had to burn up all those pieces, mm -hmm. but now you're getting like the best wood, the yeah, best timber, you know, to yeah. like perfectly cut once you get back to that station. Yeah. And that's what they've noticed in, you know, trials, clinical trials with mice. You know, if they go through a fasting program, which is a lot different because, you know, after a couple days, mice die, they, they have a different metabolism oh, yeah. than we do. Yeah. Um, but when they go through a few days, their organs will literally shrink. Yeah. The autophagy will literally make the size of the organ smaller. Really? But then when they refeed, it only takes them about two weeks to grow back. And what's crazy is, you know, they'll obviously dissect some of these mice at different points mm -hmm. inside of it. And you can literally see the size and shape. And like, let's say it was the liver and it was had fatty liver disease and you see all these spots over it. They fast for a few days. The body eats all of that up. And then you could see this is one of the ones they dissected that fasted for a few days. It's shrunk. It's literally like 20% smaller. Wow. And then once they refeed with a healthy diet, it grows back to the original size healthy. Wow. You know, it's it's literally crazy to, to you know, when you see a picture like that, I think it's so powerful. But um that's a lot of the reasons why I do it. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I also feel is with bodybuilding, with, you know, trying to gain muscle constantly, I'm putting calories and food into my body all the time. And there's there's got to be some harm caused by that, sure. whether it's inflammation, you know, whether it's I'm building muscle and you're building on top of cells, on top of cells, scar tissue build up, all of this stuff. So I really think that going around doing this cleanup and allowing your body to stimulate the stem cell production is one of the best practices and tools that we have to living forever and yeah. basically having longevity, fasting and sleep, sleep fast. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, those two literally are our genetic biological weapon to aging. And you can like, I mean, I guess you, this is like what you're about. So you can like swear by, I, I guess my thing is not doubting it in any way, shape or form. It's like, we know it. That's the thing that bothers me about key principles in life. You know it so well, you've heard it so many times that you like almost goes over your head. Yep. You're like, ah, I've heard about it. I heard about sleep. Yep, yep, I heard yep. about fasting and it's like, no, 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 no. Like pay attention, like actually try it. Like actually. Yep. And then, but like knowing so much, I think that's another angle where you come in really hard with like, you know, all the data to back it up in the science. So that makes it like, no, no, no. Like this isn't just for fun. This isn't a practice round. Like this is actually your life this is actually you. And part of that is, is because I'm the biggest, like that's bullshit. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. Bullshit. And uh, like, <laughs> I remember for the longest time, you know, those, you ever seen those, uh, arm cuffs they call them like blood flow restriction bands okay. uh like it was I, I remember seeing this years ago basically they put like tourniquets yeah. on their arms so it like kind of gets reduces blood flow and uh they you know the whole theory was like oh you work out with these and your arms get bigger and blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. i was like dude that sounds like the biggest bullshit i've ever heard in my yeah. entire life 
And then like years later, I started to see like, wait, physical therapy offices use this. And then all of a sudden I started doing research and diving in and I found out like, damn, there's a lot of science behind this. And I just bring that up because I remember like literally in high school, I remember seeing this and I was just like, after after that and after I saw the research behind it and realized the benefits and why it worked, I was like, anytime I hear something that's that crazy, I at least research it, at least figure it out, give it a shot. And with doing that, that's where I've seen, you know, with fasting, how it makes me feel. Uh I mean, the mental clarity that you get after you get over that hump of Mm -hmm. the discomfort is amazing. Because like I said, you know, if we're back into the nomad times, like your body is going to prioritize you figuring it out, Yeah. you know, and, and you're able to perform and do all of this. And then it actually kind of feels good to be empty. Yeah. The body does need time off. Mm-hmm. If it's in growth mode all the time, that's where cancer cells proliferate. That's where, wow. you know, all these inflammatory signals go through the roof. You fast for a few days, your inflammation is down, yeah. like, like crashed down you know so it's a a really really great tactic and benefit on so many different levels wow it's a good point i think that'll stick with people too like the cancer cell like if you never give your body a rest it's gonna like it's like growing a garden like watering a garden every day there's gonna be weeds that come up unless you like clean the weeds out one day you know what i mean dude you are spending gold (laughs) today god damn like we don't need the science we'll just take clips of all your stories No. (laughs) no but like that's i only i only like breaking it down and like making it like dumbing it down only because I'm like, these are the questions I'm like internally asking. So I'm like, okay, if I'm asking, I'm sure somebody else is, but it's like, it's coming from a super credible source and you like live it. It just bothers me so much that it's like, you get the actual answers. It's like your body, you already have this tool that does it, right? Like Mm -hmm. I'll be the first person you're like, oh, this is a new way to get caffeine. It's the healthiest way to to wake up or whatever. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in line. I'm ready to buy it, right? Like I love coffee and this and that and, uh, and energy drinks or whatever, which I know is bad, but sparingly, whatever. But it's like, you want to be like, you know, if I just slept more, like, and yep. like, I like worked on this, like, it's going to happen naturally. But we always go towards what's, you know, easier. Obviously, I guess I don't even, I don't know if I should use the word easier, but like we go towards like what's like external, right? External, yep. t- changing your state. Tony Robbins talks about it. You always want to do it. You don't want to do yeah. exercise. You want to, you know, drink alcohol, whatever. And I think this is no different. So I just, I just want to drive that point home of like paying attention. Sleep fast is such a big deal. Uh, and, you know, doing these things and not looking at them as some like woo woo concept. It's like, no, no, no. Our bodies are way older than us. We're just like, we live for here for a short period of time. Yep. And the show was already figured out a long time ago. Yep. This yeah. is a survival technique that made us get here today. Yeah. You know, and if we didn't have this, I'm pretty sure we would not be yeah. here today. Um, and that's why, like, I got really interested in doing this program because, you know, before I went on vacation, I tried doing, you know, how can I make this the easiest fast possible and get myself ripped? Yeah. You know, and, and that was the idea of, you know, basically trying to be as keto in as much ketosis as possible yeah. and burn off fat. This one, I was like, let me just use what the expert who yeah. literally wrote the book on this did. And it's a five day fast. So I'm on day two right now. And the first day I had, I think it's like 1200, 1100, 1200 calories, something like that. You get like two soups, two little bars, um, and then just some little supplements that you take. And, you know, it really wasn't much of a problem. Today mm-hmm. hasn't been much of a problem either. I've got uh, four other clients doing it with me. Uh, I'm not, not all of us are having the same experience. <laughs> so okay. we are supporting each other through it. But normally after today, the, the today is usually the hump, that second yeah. day. By day three, midday through day three, you're usually going to be into ketosis, burning off, and your body's actually going to feel good. Day four and five are usually then a little bit easier. 
And what happens is like now that I'm on day two, day two through five, the next four days after day one, uh, yeah. are 750 calories. Okay. So I'm used to eating 3,300 to 4,000 calories a day, depending on yeah. what workout I had, if I, you know, I'm training more clients, doing extra sauna or anything like that. So it's definitely a little shock to my caloric intake for yeah. sure. But it's so nutrient dense and so well designed that I've felt great. Uh -huh. And the soups are actually really delicious. I yeah. have, I've liked each of them. Um, thus far, and I'm really excited because this this actual program was funded by the National Institute of Health and the wow. National Institute on Aging. Wow! So yeah, it's got some research backing it, and it's been tested and scrutinized. Uh, they also have used this before for cancer patients. Wow. Now it depends on how far along. It's more for one sure. of those things that earlier on. So yes, this is not medical advice or anything like yeah. that. But what they found is cancer cells just grow. Uh -huh. They don't listen to anything else. They don't respond to anything else. They just are growing, 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 and trying to consume and just multiply and proliferate, right? What happens is when you start fasting, the body goes, oh shit, what's going on? Wait, we're not getting any food in. Yeah. Hang on, hunker down. Everybody hunker down, hunker down. We got to preserve our body. You know, don't, don't expend energy unless it's needed. Yeah. So all of our cells that can hear that signal are hunkering down. Uh -huh. You know, I, I heard an, it was an analogy actually in his book uh, where he said, you know, imagine you're, you know, in, in ancient times and you have the Greek army and the Roman army coming up, right? And, and they're going to battle each other. And then hidden, you have archers. And then all of a sudden the archers, let's say they're on the Greek side, right? So the archers go up and then all of a sudden, right before they shoot the arrows, they say shield, but they say it in Greek. Uh -huh. So at the last second, all of the people who can understand Greek shield themselves. All of the Roman soldiers who can't understand what that was just said, all the arrows come in and hit them. Wow. That's what happens to the cancer cells. That's right. Crazy. So essentially you're starving your body. Yeah. Your body goes, Oh crap. Yeah. Something's going on. Let's hunker down, preserve energy. Cancer's like, Oh, it's a party. Let's go. Let's proliferate. Let's do this. And yeah. this. Then when they do treatments, the treatments are actually more beneficial because the body is more resilient against it because it's hunkered down and the cancer cells are more susceptible because they're open at that time. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I learned that, in addition to the stem cell production, it's gonna help the body recover from that, you know, very hard chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. And it's not for everybody. And fasting is definitely something that can be very, you know, not good with cancer. So it's hyper-specific, but yeah. that is some of the, big research that came from that book that just fascinated me that I was like, okay, there's something to this. Let yeah, me give it a shot. For sure. And this is just more of like, a, you were saying like certain teas, certain sparkling waters, certain soups is what this diet yep, is, right? Yep. So with this diet, they, you know, I'm doing it as on the, by the books as I can. Yeah. Um, they don't want you to really have coffee. You could uh -huh. do like six or eight ounce cup per day, but they recommend, you know, to go without it unless you need it. For sure. um, so I'm like, whatever, I'll just go without it. And I think that that, I think that's debatable yeah. because I've really tried to research, like, why did they say not have coffee? Why did they say not have coffee? Yeah. Because there's other, uh, you know, fasting gurus who are a huge proponent of black coffee that yeah. actually boosts your body's ability to get into a deeper yeah. state of fasting. And I've seen a lot of research for that. The only research I saw as to why you shouldn't do coffee with this is because in those studies that those agencies funded, those studies that were scrutinized, 
they were on just this program. They didn't mm-hmm. add in extra coffee. They didn't have anything else. So there wasn't a, this is why it's bad for you, but it's more a, this is what was studied. Yeah. Do what was studied. For sure. Yep. Yep. So right now, yeah, you can have that sparkling water. So I got like every different flavor yeah. of bubbly. I got my San Pellegrino. Yeah. <laughs> I got my Fiji water. You can have tea, uh, decaffeinated tea. So this is like a hibiscus tea that they gave. Uh, they also give you spearmint teas because the spearmint is also designed to help boost the fasting signals. And all of the meals are just so specifically designed by what they have in them to minimally spike glucose, if at all. So I've been, that's why I have my monitor on right now. I've been checking it, pricking my fingers. And I'm already, you know, this is only midday through day two. At this morning, I was in a a moderate level of uh, ketosis. I was at, I think it was like 1.9 ketones and uh, 68 blood sugar, which probably doesn't mean much to 90% of people. But for for those... 10% 10% that it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so cool. I love to hear. It. I mean, I think that's the thing with uh, different diets is you're not doing this. I mean, you can do it to like range your, you know, fat burning capabilities and stuff like that. But I mean, I think we both agree that like a pretty balanced like diet, which, you know, that's more towards physique. I mean, as a guy, you know, you kind of want to like, if you're working out every day, you need yep. carbs and all this different stuff. But for the reparation process of everything, it's important to do so. I don't know, like, I mean, people can go either way. You can have your opinions on different diets. This has nothing to do with a certain diet. I knew, I now have a new theory with this as well. So one of the things that I've noticed, and this is gonna seem like such a dumb moment, um, but it's so true, and I have one of my clients doing this, is sometimes we have it so good. You know, it's like, oh, I'm I'm eating, you know, this chicken breasts and rice and broccoli. God, I'm so sick of this crap. And then you are able to get meal prep and you're like, oh, my God, this is like the food of the gods. Like people are cooking for me. I don't have to waste my time for this. Yeah. And I can get grass fed steak and now I can have chicken marinated versus yeah. just baked chicken every single day. Yeah. And then what happens? You start doing that for a month and then you're sick you of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I like what, the way this tastes. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, yeah, you become the biggest baby. Like, yeah. But I want some crunchy. Yeah. I want some fried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what I found is by doing like the day fast, it kind of resets me. And it's almost more of a like emotional and mental thing as well, because eating can become so emotional. It's yeah. so addicting. And the smells, the sights, everything. Yeah. You go a few days without eating that stuff. You're like chicken broccoli and rice oh my god this is the best thing ever so mentally i think it gives me a reset which really really helps me stay with good adherence Mm -hmm. to my normal nutrition program yeah so that's one of the reasons why i like doing just a one day fast every once in a while it just kind of resets the mentality and then also you start to recognize how much of a difference there is between being hungry and having a craving yeah and if you don't fast, I think it's very hard for you to know the difference. Yeah. And I thought that I did for the longest time. And, oh, I'm getting lightheaded. My blood sugar is dropping, going hypoglycemic. This is going to be bad. It was just a craving. Yeah. And almost all of them are just cravings. And being able to separate from that, I think there's also something about going through the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, going a couple of days without eating, you know, almost sounds like, damn, I'm like Superman. Yeah. And, you know, on the other side of that, you're able to talk yourself down from other cravings you have, other addictions that you mm-hmm. have. And that's what I think is really, really powerful. Like I do a lot of it for the body, but there's also so much benefit for the mind, yeah. not only on a cellular level, but also on a conscious level. For sure. That's awesome. No, I think that's a great way to, to wrap up this yeah. too. Like, cause it's like, 
you kind of get the full spectrum of like why you do it, how you do it, and why it's so important to do it. And like I was saying, like it's not really a diet; it's more of like something you can systematically do yep. in whatever diet, whether you're yep. a vegetarian or you know vegan and or keto or whatever. Um, going I mean, without eating doesn't yeah go require you to eat a certain way. I just consider it like a social media <laughs> detox. Like yep. you want that for your brain, not think about yep. your body. Think about everything below the neck, right? Like. Right. And uh, I mean, probably above too. When it comes down to ketones and stuff like that, I'm sure I know it affects your brains positively. Positively, but um, yeah, man, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I think we should, you know, w- with this, I, I think you're gonna have more info for the next, you know, podcast. We can do an update of like how you think it is sustainability wise, like because I think you're gonna find out next, like the next step of fasting for you. I feel like it's figuring out what's most sustainable yeah. for yeah. like the longest period of time. I'm gonna be excited to share what happens with this too because. Already, you know, going into it, I was a little bit lower weight than I wanted to starting it. So yeah, it's a little bit of a struggle with the ego on that side that yeah. I'm going to be losing muscle like we talked about. Yeah, But I'm excited to see afterwards, like, okay, am I five pounds lower than I want to be? Eight pounds lower than me? Two pounds? I don't know. Yeah. But wherever I end up, how long does it take me to get back? For and sure. then what does it look like when I get back? Got, got so it. I'm yeah. going to be really excited to share what, what happens there. Awesome. Well, I love to hear it. Where can everybody find you? And uh Oh, well, sleepfastcoach.com is always yeah. the, the best way. Steven.bechtold on, on Instagram. Um, and, yeah, sweet. From there. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Slowcar Media, at Kyle Slowcar for all the personal stuff, and then at Four Stars Podcast for behind-the-scenes clips. You guys follow us on there. Shoot us any questions you may have. Uh, we're looking forward to you know continually busting out stuff going into the spring-summer excited and uh, gonna make some set changes soon too for this new season we're what right. 11 12 episodes deep now so i'm excited and uh yeah guys as always this is four stars podcast keep chasing the fifth peace four stars.